This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Thank you for listening to This is a Place podcast. My name is Brandon. My name is Nate. And uh, today we're joined by a man who we still wonder why we thought he was a nerd, Matt. Did you guys not pay attention to that whole runner in the book at all? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Are you serious? He mentioned it like five times. He's like, there's the kid that, and he's like, I wonder why I thought he was a nerd. You guys, come on. But he wasn't a nerd because they had the same hiking boots. That's right. Okay, you say the hiking boots, and I remember the nerd. That's the nerd. And we need to start with a different show because you guys. <laughs> I was going to say, welcome to this place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who forces me to read bad books and watch bad movies. That's a pretty good one. So, tortures <laughs> me. And you know I don't like to read books. Read in general, and you made me read. A whole book. A whole book. But it I don't think bad. I've read a whole book for, man, I don't know how long. Outside of it. Well, I should say a fiction. This is fiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. Nonfiction. Nonfiction book. That's all I usually read lately. But you, we'll, we'll get into that, though. You know the, the author, McCorm- or Cormac McCarthy? He wrote The Road and No Country for Old Men. Uh, he's like this celebrated American author, and his books are really difficult to read, I think. And... Um, he writes like cowboy books, and I the book I read right before this was uh, about the 1850s and this group of people going across the U.S.-Mexico border and scalping Indians, and it was like the most brutal and difficult book I had ever read, and then, <laughs> and then I read this book right after, and it took me like an hour, and I just laughed at it, like because the other book took me like uh, almost a solid month to read consistently every day. It was, yeah. It's a big one. Um, yeah, this book. But they're kind of the same in intensity, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They both won awards, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No. (laughs) Well, if anybody didn't know, we're joined by Matt today, common guest, and we are talking about Mill Hollow, which is a camp in the Uinta Mountains, a youth camp, and it's taken on different ownership over the years. Originally, I think it started in 1964. And was owned by Granite School District for quite a while. Oh, so, so it did start with Granite. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know if it actually started in 1964, but Granite owned it for at least when Matt and I were in elementary school and went to Mill Hollow. Yeah. That's who owned it. And now it's owned by the YMCA. So if it was owned by Granite School District, was it Granite School District that would advertise it to their students? Correct. I didn't go to Granite School District, so oh, okay. yeah. that's why I didn't know about it. So it was like the so last two weeks. Is that Jordan? Okay. The last two weeks, three weeks, whatever, you'd get a form, um, and it was to go to camp. So I think it was two nights, three days. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, you'd get there, yeah. And um, so yeah, something my brother, he's six years older than me, he did it. My sister's three years older than me, she did it. So by the time I got to third grade, if my memory's right, this could be wrong, but the way I remember it is that when the, the teacher that was in charge at our school that took the kids, um, or she would go to the camp with the kids, she came to my third grade class and only gave me a form, 
again, this is my truth, my memory. It could be wrong. But she gave me the form, and they didn't, like, really give it out to the third graders. It was more third, fourth, and fifth, or fourth and fifth. But if you were third going into fourth, you could go. So I feel like I was one of the only third graders there. But also, the sixth graders knew my sister, and so I was, like, the cool third grader because they, they, like, felt protective of me because they liked my sister. So, yeah, you would get it at the end of the, like, school year. And but you then... had to be in supposedly fourth grade and older? I think so. Or, and sorry, what yeah. Was, what were the yeah. age groups you Because I think I went in fourth grade. I think it was between... elementary school or the elementary school? Yeah, that's a, it was just a bunch of different elementary schools. Sorry, it's... Yeah, third to fourth, fourth to fifth, fifth to sixth, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense because I don't think it would be something you go to going to into seventh. junior high. Yeah, I don't think they would let you do that. Yeah. So what's the difference between something like people that know Camp Tracy, like Cup Country, and you go stay for a night or two up there? Is it similar to that? But obviously, there's girls, which is going to be different than Boy Scout camp. But what's the difference? <laughs> well, so when I went to Camp Tracy, I never stayed overnight. We, I feel we w- would go one week and we'd go multiple days, but you would come right. back. Yeah. Right. Well, that was in. Cup Country, right? Right. But I believe when you got to be like 11 or 12, 12 that I don't think maybe in the summer. I know we did a couple winter camps up there that you would spend. They had cabins. Yeah. So when I was reading the, the book that we're going to talk about in a minute, my visuals were of Camp Tracy. Hmm. That's where my mind Because you didn't realize this was a real place. Well, I knew it was a real place. Well, okay, right. But I'd never been there before. Yeah. So I didn't know really what it was until you guys started talking about it. So. Yeah. But you would have boys and girls there, right? Yep. Yeah, so usually be with your school. Like, I went with people from yeah. my school, my classes. It'd be so your class, and, and like... Um, like your class would be in the cabin? They had a bunch of different cabins. I think they usually put you in the same cabins as your classmates, but there were yeah. people from other schools. There's a good chance you and I were there at the same time. Probably. You know? And maybe we'll talk a little more about that, but... Yeah, maybe we had the same counselor. We could have been in the same cabin. We could have. I don't think we were, though. Were you that boy I kissed? Oh, good heavens. <laughs> no? Okay. Anyway. I just that's something you would have remembered, so it wasn't you obviously. It wasn't me. No. No, that was a different camp. <laughs> but anyway, so you went a couple times, three times, I went just once. So my memories are pretty foggy and it wasn't until I did a lot of research that things started coming back to me. What do you remember from the camp, Matt? Man, I loved it. I loved the camp. There's always popcorn at nights. I remember that. Um, you'd go on hikes, at least my group did, so we went on hikes. There was one part where you'd get to this reservoir and they would, like, I, now that I look back, it was probably, like, we don't want the kids to get wet, but when we were there, they were, like, there are leeches in that (laughs) reservoir. If you go in there, you will be, your blood will be sucked by leeches. And so, I look back now and that probably wasn't true, but, um, it was beautiful. It was really cool. Uh, you'd go to that reservoir one day for the hike. That was like the long hike. And then you'd go up along Skyline Ridge. Um, and then you would come down past the lightning tree, which was a tree that got struck by lightning, and then down to the camp. Uh, there was also a shorter hike where you would go past these... Um, that one? The reservoir? Yeah, yeah. And then there was a shorter hike where you'd go past the um, like the sewage ponds the sewage ponds i don't remember that yeah it looked like a swamp and it was just covered in green and every t- every year we'd go there it was the same teachers i had that go uh each year they would tell she would tell the same story miss Beatty, 
about this guy being blindfolded, uh, his wife surprising him for his birthday and he's blindfolded and she's like, hold on, I got to go get something. And he starts farting in the room and stinking it up. And then she takes the blindfold off and all his friends are there. So she would always tell that story when we were by those ponds. And then the split rock was always a big, like you go hike and there's this giant split rock, uh, which is really cool. And my first year I went, I raised my hand and asked, do you think this is the biggest rock in the world? <laughs> and somebody's response, a, another girl my age, she goes, the earth is the biggest rock. <laughs> Good point. Those are the things I remember, the big things. Big part of the camp is education, outdoor education. And yeah. they want to teach you a lot about that. The worst memory and the fond, the most vivid memory I have is we had to dig through owl poop. Did you have to do that? Dig through owl poop? Yeah, so they took us to a place, and this very well could have been a Camp Tracy thing, but I'm pretty sure it was Mill Hollow, but we went on a hike, and it might have been just kind of a ways off from the camp, but we went to this building, and they had just this education section where we would dig through owl poop and try and find what they ate that day or whatever. That No. I did that. I swear I did that's that. That's, that's a real memory. It happened somewhere. It might not have been a Mel Hollow, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was. What else do I remember? So I had a friend. He was a year older than me, and he'd gone to Mel Hollow, so he kind of was feeling me in beforehand, you know, what to expect. I just remember hearing about the bird blind and how he would have rock fights over there. And so in my mind, I really wanted to have a rock fight over there, but, you know, there's no chance. I was a very good boy. I would not have had a rock fight, but... The bird blinds... They were never like monitored. By, That's the point. That's why like, you could have you a rock go over fight. There, you could do whatever you want. Nobody was watching you. You're in your little building. You can get we should have taken. We should have taken advantage of that. You could have gotten. A, yeah, we could have gotten a big trouble. Big thing that I always remember too was the pot guts. Yep. Lots and lots of pot guts. Here's some pictures for you. What oh, is weird. a pot gut? It's like a. They're like little like squirrel. a prairie dog. Yeah, those are They're kind fat. of freaky things, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't remember a whole lot more. It was my first place that I learned how to play kick the can. So that was fun. Oh, that's right. And you'd, you'd in the play parking that, lot. the parking lot in the area where the bus would drop you off. You'd play that. Yep. That was always fun. So I remember, this might connect if we had the same counselor or not, that in the mornings, it seemed like we woke up way early. Yeah. Maybe it's just because It was exhausted. still dark outside and it's in the summer. But it's 7 o'clock. It's not that early. I think it was earlier than that. It probably was. Maybe like six. Because it was still dark outside. Yeah. My counselor would wake us up banging on blockers or something and then would turn on heavy metal music. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Mine was like rap. And, um... This is weird, and you don't have to believe me, but I remember my dream I was having. <laughs> and, yeah, it was tennis. 
And then all of a sudden rap was on. And I was like, I was the rocker kid that was like, rap sucks. And I was like so offended by it. I don't remember. Okay. I, I remember two of the names of the guys I had. You only had one. I remember two names. Okay. I don't know if I remember my counselor's name. Oh, I remember three names, but only two of them were my counselors. Which names do you remember? Okay. Sprocket was one of mine. Fun Guy, which everybody loved. And then Rufio was the other one and I remember that because he would get his group to go Rufio found a picture of fun guy oh oh yeah on the Facebook page man so the the year I was there so I think it was the same one fun guy everybody loved all the girls were in love with him super jealous he had braces he was so cool (laughs) and then Bones no I do not remember Chugs and Bohemoth so this could have been the same year that I was there, because I, I just remembered him and Bones. I remember those two names, but I don't remember my counselor. because Those are terrible names. He wasn't that cool. Hold on. If you were a counselor, what would your name be? Nate? Um, my name, spot. nickname still today is Fat Pete. For the last year, it's been Fat Jesus. <laughs> when I had long hair, then I was back to Fat Pete. What would be my name? What would be yours? Um, Squirrel Snatcher. Squirrel Snatcher? Yeah, that's my uh, forest name. I don't know what we're about to come up with one. All right. What would my name be? Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) I wear your hat like every day. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I was at a pickleball tournament a few weeks ago and I was wearing my Let's Go, Brandon hat. And there was a guy named Brandon, really good player, playing. And his daughter was there and she walks by and because he's going to get ready to play in the tournament or the, the gold medal match or maybe, anyways. She goes, yeah, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, that a girl. <laughs> That's right. I don't remember any of those names. Bones? I remember Bones. Chugs? I don't remember that one. That... Do you remember Tiny? <laughs> <laughs> I, um... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that because there's a story behind that too. Uh, a couple more things to share. Boondoggle was a big thing. Oh, yeah. When I was researching. I don't, I don't remember that because I've oh, never been able to do that. Oh, that was a huge thing. You'd start it, and, like, your first year, you would just do the squares. Uh, but by my third year, I knew how to do it, like, the spiral. So there was always boondoggle, and then you would um, you, you'd use a magnifying glass, and you would uh, burn a piece of wood. Like, you'd get around, oh. like, um, how would you describe that? It was, like, the size of a hockey puck. Yeah. Of a branch, like a thick branch. Almost like a coaster. Yeah, like a coaster, and you get magnifying glass, and you could do... Things on there. Yeah. And one year at, at Mill Hollow, this girl that was older than me asked me out. And so I did, did yes on one side. Love it, Mill Hollow. No on the other side. I think I said yes, and then we never saw each other again that summer. She lived, like, pretty close. So here's the sign. Yep. We'd the, always have to go clean up blind. trash around that sign. That was Do we like have to our... clean the bathrooms, too? I feel like I remember cleaning bathrooms. I never cleaned bathrooms. Only if you step on the grass. There's the amphitheater. Yep, I remember the amphitheater. There's the... Room where you'd have like the popcorn, the and piano. Stuff. I remember that was the first year I learned do 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 do. There's a picture of the lodge from afar. Everybody, put, I'll this put song. all these pictures up. You know, it looks a lot like Tracy to me. Mill Hollow. And then we got the trading post. Yep. Get your snacks. You get your. Uh, there was a pug, a stuffed pug, and it had a necklace that said Mill Hollow. You can see the parking lot from there where we played kick the can. Yeah. The, the bridges go over those water, and this is another thing where I think they just didn't want you to get in the water, 
And they said, like, there's this deadly disease. Like, if you touch the water, you would be vomiting. Cool shirt. Does that shirt bring back some memories? Yes. Yes, it does. Last thing about Mill Hollow. Do you remember the song? I don't right now. Oh, my love is Mill Hollow. Do you remember that song? Come on, seriously? I really don't. We all had to sing it around the campfire. I don't remember much more about the song. Because as I was looking through this, so this was a lot of the pictures I got was from the Facebook page. A lot of people, that was like their caption. Nate and I were going to chance. harmonize and... I, I was really hoping that was what was going to happen, but... Do it again. No. It sounds like we didn't start the fire. <laughs> oh, my love is real hollow. Somebody wrote it one time and it just stuck. And they all just keep singing it over and over again. But yeah, if you look through the the comments, people are very fond of the song. It's not as good as Utah, blessed from on high. On the 25th, playing pickleball again. Wow. <laughs> my, my friend's like, oh, it's basically the 24th of July. We need a Utah song. And I started singing that song. He's like, what are you singing? I'm like, are you oh kidding me, right? So I had to send it to him. Because he's like, he said he wanted to play like American music. And I'm like, well, it's Utah's day, not America. You should have put on the Light the Fire Within album. Yeah. I love it. I have two of those. I'm saving those to sell on eBay one day for (laughs) a pretty price, yeah. Sure, we'll go for a pretty price. I almost drove up to Mahalo today because... That's a long drive. That's why I didn't. What, 90 minutes? Yeah. It's about an hour and a half. That's 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like eight, it's like 87 minutes. <laughs> it's all relative. It's like a quarter to seven. 90 <laughs> minutes sounds longer than me than an hour and a half. <laughs> nope, about an hour and a half. I was just trying to remember visualizing as I looked on Google Maps and how long I said I'm like, mm, that's too long. Too long to just get a picture well, and say with, I went there. With Five dollars a gallon of gas. It's yeah, an expensive trip too. Whoa, it's four eighty-seven. <laughs> I rounded up. <laughs> well, the, I put me. my gas in when it was higher, so it really true. does cost more. Yeah, it's average. Do you remember like uh, the last two miles? Maybe was on rocks. Mm-mm. So the bus is just going over rocks, and we would all every all three years, some kid would start going. Ah, uh, <laughs> like a bus. Of it was you, wasn't it? Sheep, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, we were excited. We were excited to get there. It was an exciting time. This is kind of a tangent, but did we? Did they invite us to wear scout shirts or bring scout shirts to Mahalo to participate in the flag ceremony? Flag ceremony? That sounds really familiar. That sounds familiar, but I never did. I don't think I did either. Do you remember doing I, the flag ceremony and the whole time everybody would be like, shh, 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 that and shush familiar. everybody up? And one year, kids started freaking out and everybody's like, shh, and a kid had a seizure. And that's what somebody was like, oh my gosh. And everybody looked because you're supposed to be silent. Right. And this kid like walked up. He was having a seizure. And one of the counselors came and like swooped him, like grabbed is like under his knees and picked him up and ran off with him. Oh man. Uh so that was that was exciting. Those are our memories. Those are memories in the hollow, which really pale in comparison to I think the most exciting part about our discussion today. Matt came to us with this best seller that we all read over the course of the last couple of days. So Matt, tell us about this book you have. Yeah, so earlier I mentioned going on a long hike and then you go towards Skyline Ridge, 
you go down past, uh, it's called Lightning Tree, and it was struck by lightning, and we stopped there one year, and my teacher told us about a book that was written about Mill Hollow, and that they described vividly the lightning tree, and there was a dead body in the lightning tree. So she told us this story and said it was at the library. School year starts, and I look in our library, and I find the book, Murder at Mill Hollow. And I'm like, this is so cool. I'm going to read about the camp I go to. Uh, so I remember taking it home and actually rereading it because I found it online. I only found one copy. It's pretty hard to find. Uh, but rereading it, I actually remembered quite a bit of it. Um, there were a few things that I like mixed up in my mind, but I remember the, the, that there was snow and I remember that they, uh, rode in on snowmobiles and that there were terrorists <laughs> at this camp. And I remember even reading it as a kid being like, I can't believe this book's in our library about a camp that we go to. So, so yeah, uh, I, I pitched the idea to Brandon that we should, I sent him a screenshot and told him I'm going to buy this book. And he encouraged me to, and I bought it. I read it, and I gave it to Brandon. Brandon read it, gave it to Nate. Nate read it. Nate gave it to Becky. And she almost finished it. You need to borrow it for another night so she can finish it? No. <laughs> <laughs> she did not want to finish it, so. I want to hear your response before. My response? I want to hear how you felt about this book. What was the movie we just watched? Eve from Rescue? Yeah, I'd rather watch that three more times. <laughs> <laughs> Then read this book again. I think the it was like the first two chapters. I was like, "What the Hannah Montana? I don't know what the heck's going on." Like he's all over the place with his writing. Like, like is it, this real? Like not even that. Not, not, not that it's not, a real not true even story, that. but not like, the, is this a real book. Not the true story. Not the story aspect. Just the way he writes. Right. Like he's just so all over the place. One paragraph would have like three different subjects or three th- different thoughts in it. Um, I'm like, what is he talking about? Who is he talking about? What's going on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he would start being very descriptive about the trees and the birds. But then he would be very descriptive about what's going on in the story. The most important parts. And something very interesting that my wife brought up is that it takes till I think chapter three or four till you find out what the main character's name is, which is very odd for any story or book. So it really felt like some kid maybe in sixth grade or seventh grade got assigned to write a short story and this is what we got. So it's not horrible, but it's also very amateur. Very, very amateur. <laughs> a lot of the imagery and examples that are given are very funny. And I told my wife last night too, I'm like, I feel like he, he has a good storyboard. If you had like an outline, this is what I want the story to do. So the story, like the ideas, good. The writing, horrible <laughs> like so many times in the book i'm like am i just not paying attention to the book or am i like and i go back and reread it nope nope i read it but i just have no idea what he's talking about so like i understood the story but just like when he's trying to explain stuff you're like who's this he just jumps around way too much so anyways did you guys have that same feeling or um i think i enjoyed it from the nostalgia point of view of like oh it's describing this one small detail when it was like don't run across the grass and like that was a huge deal. oh yeah the grass and i totally forgot about that but I that was too. a big deal you could not run across the grass that's right. a good thing too is for me it was a lot of it brought back things i didn't even remember 
What I also thought it could have been is some kid was really ticked off that his parents went to London without him. <laughs> so that part's go, true. So he wrote this this book <laughs> at the camp, and then because at the spoiler alert. At the end, he goes to London, right? Because he's yeah. a hero. Kind of like when he kids like saying, when, when I get out of this house, I'm going to be, you know what I mean, a millionaire or whatever, and I'm right. going to do whatever I want to do. So he that's what book. So it felt like he was like getting back at his parents. Like, did he, that's why he wrote the book? Like, he did it while he was at camp? And so, anyways, but yeah. Uh, like, my wife reads like a couple she books. She reads a, the big boys. She reads a couple books a week, at least. And so. She's really good at writing, editing, and all that stuff. Me, not so much. Me, me no good at English. <laughs> but you could have wrote a better But book. she's just like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is not. Because they kind of brag about like how talented this. Sorry if this kid's listening to it. I think he's he an attorney now he from the research I did on him. Really? So he can't be. He's got to be closer to my age, if anything, right? Because this book came in 97. out in 97. I mean, you can see He's got to be he... older than you, and he's got to be at least my age or young, a little bit younger. Yeah. I don't know if he has other books. Like I found a person with his name that had other books, and it could have been the same guy, but I didn't look as much into it. But I did find an attorney with that name, and it kind of linked them together. So well, he's done that, pretty well for in himself. That little that's the case snippet at the end of the book where it talks about the kid and how it came to be. They make it sound like he was some prodigy. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yes, no he he's not. He's like seriously. It looks like a kid that wrote a pretty decent book in elementary school. Who also had help project. from an adult who couldn't spruce right. it up a little bit. Right. I mean, that's. Oh, I don't know. Scared. I do think I looked. I started looking at it differently throughout the book that it was a kid, more a kid that wrote it than an adult. Because absolutely, think an adult could have written this book and signed off on it. I could have. <laughs> this, is, this is what you get if I edit your book. <laughs> yeah. But like, if does, the, does a comic go here? Sure. Throw one in. The target audience were kids probably going to this camp. Right. So Granite School District kids. She wasn't like the rich kids anyway. No, there's no rich kids. Um, maybe that's exactly what they wanted. There's no rich kids that go to Granite School? Nope. It's, it's cool that there's a book about us still, right? Because it's... I mean, my, I think my parents went to Mill Hollow when they were kids. A lot of your parents went, but no, a lot of people in the Valley connect to it. But all that, I don't think it justified this book existing. It's pretty bad. No. <laughs> I disagree, guys. <laughs> just because you own the book, are you, are you just mad? That Look, you, you spent $7? the money, man. Like, it's... Does it, even, cost does it even point. say how much it is on the book? No, it doesn't. I think <laughs> should I was we, like, should we give the this looks like remember, credit where credits due? Who's the author? Do you remember when Peggy you, Peggy Barton Peggy Barton John, John Quinn. What's the name of the guy from Eddie from Stranger Things? Isn't he a Quinn? Oh yeah, is it Joseph Quinn? Joseph Quinn. Yeah. Anyways, that's what my mind went to when I first saw. Hey, Joe John, it's not. It can't be him. Because um, he could be the same age. I love the uh, the text, the cover. We'll have to post a picture. Well, hold on. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you remember when you would go to elementary school and they give you the Scholastic catalog? Yes. yes. That's best, what this looks time. like it came from. Yeah, that's the target audience. So that, That's the target audience. So for it being that, I mean. But he was a genius because we've talked about this before. <laughs> Why? Why is he a genius? Put murder in your title and people will... Yes. Bye. People by at least we're not lying this time. This it is really it. is murder at Mill it's Hollow. Murder at Mill Hollow, uh, with <laughs> these giant eyes on like those and the random picture in the middle of the book too. Yeah, and it's the same picture. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. it's the same picture. It's really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> <just> so, <laughs> so the plot. Okay. Can we just give what the okay. plot is. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the plot is. Don't step on the grass. <laughs> Don't step on the grass. <laughs> 
And the birds chirp and sing. <laughs> and bre- Oh, we didn't ask you. Is breakfast really that great at Mill Hollow? No. I don't remember any of the food being great. Okay, because he, yeah, he brags about how great the food is. I I mean, it was typical. I th- it was like cafeteria food. It's the same stuff you yeah, get yeah, when you're at I just couldn't imagine. School. Anyways. I think you could actually get oatmeal, and that was like a treat. Okay. But it was not But he good. made it sound like he was having gourmet <laughs> breakfast every morning. No. And he liked to talk about eating. Have you noticed? He never talks about lunch or dinner. It's always about breakfast he talks about. I think lunch was like sack lunches. Yeah, when they have a sack lunch. And then I don't even remember anything. The Twinkies. I just remember popcorn. Anyway, the, right. the plot yeah, yes. Yes. is... We should just tell the story so nobody has to go through. <laughs> Matt, you should burn this book. No, they won't <laughs> find it. That's the thing. I there You can't find it online. You buy it from some I'm shady lucky, Russian website? I'm lucky I found the one. Yeah, look it up, Nate. I feel like, because I was trying to see if it was somehow on audio or something. Because, well, cause I think Brandon, you should do the narration for it. Well, Brandon had the book. He hadn't finished it yet. So I was like worried, like, man, I don't want to get it and have to. Any, anyways, oh, yeah. Like I just took pictures of the the last 30 pages that I hadn't read before I gave it to so you. So I actually finished it before Brandon. It's a quick read. Like, it's like maybe 40 minutes. It'll take you longer to drive to Mill Hall than to read the book. Yeah. That's true. Took me. I read it with my like on a Saturday morning while my kids were fighting and stuff. So it took me a little bit longer because I had to keep breaking it up. But yeah, it's quick and the chapters. It's t- sixty six pages and there are seventeen chapters. I think. Oh, 19, <laughs> nineteen chapters. Nineteen chapters. Well, every every, every chapter, chapter is like two three pages. paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Tell the Anyways, story. The plot. <laughs> So this well, boy. Hold on, too. When I was searching, for, <laughs> when I was searching for it online, like, what is this book? There's like nothing about it. Like, there you uh-huh. go. Twelve dollars and twenty three cents on Amazon. Oh, wow. Oh, and it's a paperback. Yeah, that's all I could ever find was a paperback. Oh, but it had no picture too. Yeah, there's no picture. There's no, what do you call it? Um, tease about what it's about or anything. So yeah. I was like. So I was I was wondering like is this like a based off like a true story or something like that until I started reading I'm like oh no there's no no way yeah you had no idea hold what on. this was about hold on this has an extra crease that was not there when I lent it to you guys sorry somebody's gonna be buying me a new copy <laughs> <laughs> well you found it so there's got to be an autograph copy somewhere this kid goes to Mill Hollow summer camp. his cousin's with him but why is it why did he have to go because so okay here's the other thing. It, he makes it seem that he's there for three weeks. Is, did he say three weeks? Yes. For, or like he mentions his, his cousin was there. His before cousin him. was there before him, but he makes it seem like he's there for a month. For or a long he's, time. That's the whole plan that he's going to be there yeah, the whole month that his time. parents are gone to London. in London. So the parents of him and his cousin—they're both only children—so they ditch them and go to London while they're stuck at some Well, he makes it sound, too, like he thought he was going to London. Yeah, because it's his favorite place. And then all of a sudden, they drop him off at summer camp, right? Yeah. It was a science camp. So that was like, it was a foreshadowing for what's going to come. It escalates really quick because... It has to. It's only 60 pages. (laughs) (laughs) They find a hand in the lightning tree, a dead hand, because this counselor... That's where I got confused at the beginning, because he's, like, talking about someone walking up on a trail, and, like, who's walking up on a trail? Then he starts talking about this tiny guy or something like that, and I'm like, 
what happened to people on the tra- I'm like, I'm so confused on what's going on. And well, I was thinking the whole time that it was going to be some kind of ruse. That the guy wasn't really going to be dead. It wasn't really a hand that was sticking on the tree. That's what I kept expecting. But then that didn't happen. The guy really died. Okay. He was really in so the tree. So that starts the story off, right? He sees somebody out his cabin window. And two at night time. Yeah. Two, two lights. lights at night time. And they're carrying something, right? Yeah, they're carrying okay. something at the lightning tree. I text Brandon when I was reading this. And I said, I'm going to describe somebody, and you tell me what their Mill Hollow nickname would be. He's seven foot tall. I can't remember if it was a weight, but he's got a football full player ride, guy. Full ride scholarship for football. Seven feet tall. What do you think his name is? And uh, I think it took you three guesses, but you got it. It's Tiny, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the most predictable um, well, name. Well, obviously, Nas says it took me three guesses. Yeah. You're, you're, it's the ironic you're a name. Little slow. All right. I guess that would have been my <laughs> something along those lines would have been my nickname in Mahalo. How did they take the seven foot guy out? So was he? Did he see Tiny walking up the hill? No, he saw no. people with lights carrying something big. And then he assumed it was Tiny. It wasn't until the next morning when he found Tiny. And Tiny was missing, right? Like, they knew he was yeah. missing. They they okay, that's where speculating I got on how big of a trouble he was going to be in because he was missing. And, he was made, and really good at cooking sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talked about food a lot. He <laughs> talked about food a lot. There's a lot of weird focuses in this book. My joke that nobody got at the beginning was: so once they find Tiny, then they let another counselor know. Doesn't seem bothered at all. Merlin was his name, right? And they start getting shot at. Okay, yeah. Yeah! Right? right. <laughs> so, and so, did someone get shot? No. Or right. get scratched or he had... No, yeah, one got... One, the ca- it the was, shoulder, right? Yeah, oh, the, counselor the counselor got, got shot. shot. I think it was Merlin. Well, guy. that's what's so funny. They're up investigating. They find Tiny, right? Kids have been shot at. And they're being shot at. And then he just doesn't talk about it anymore. They're like, they're not scared. They're just they're still, going on. There's this book... <laughs> This book should not have gone past chapter three. Well, I was so like, wait, did someone get shot? I'm like, I'm so confused. And they right just now. go on and they're doing <laughs> hikes still. They're still doing camp. They're still doing camp. Oh, that's the thing. They just move on <laughs> because all their parents are out of town, it's, so it's not like they can take them home. It's as if they saw like a, a squirrel. Like, there's a squirrel. We'll move on. <laughs> but you, somebody got shot. <laughs> Somebody's dead. And somebody. Well, got yeah, shot. First, they found a dead body. <laughs> no big deal. Somebody gets shot. And they just move on and keep going on with their investigation. I'm like, and the kids are still at camp. The kids just are like, still at camp. They're That's still the doing their hikes. They're still doing all their education. This is why this was in '97, though, right? When he wrote this book. Yeah. If you even like flashed a gun at a camp today, canceled. Right? Canceled. Right. Done. <laughs> this is one of your fellow counselors, and you're just like so yeah. nonchalant about him being dead. And somebody gets shot, and then somebody comes up with a a cot or something, right? They carry him down the mountain. It's like no big deal. Like they're doing. Happens every move, happens every <laughs> summer. Kid with a seizure one day. <laughs> that damn bear. With his... <laughs> oh that's yeah, right. that smoky. Smoky bear's got the gun again. <laughs> so the kids are gonna figure out what's going. Hold on, on hold on. No, then they go to the the shrink or the the therapist the, guy. What do they call the, the manager? manager the ma- no, no, no. Not, not oh, the yeah, director. the manager. Because there's a manager and you find out later there's a director. Right. So they go Makes to the sense. manager. A doctor, right? A shrink. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So they go to the shrink. Is that the same as the manager? No, they're different. Oh, okay. So there's like a manager, director, and then a therapist, a fruit guy, who kept saying, which also was like really weird. That night, he goes to bed and he sees a shadowy figure outside of his window. After he told his... 
cousin, right? Right. That I will like yeah, flash we'll just my flashlights at each other to signal you if I need your help. And that shadowy figure ends up being the therapist guy, who's like, "It's okay, we're just patrolling. We're you know we're watching we're to make watch sure you guys are you. okay." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know this, but people are getting shot. <laughs> so we're gonna have teens. There's some bear watch out over there. With you. A gun. <laughs> Not only that, doesn't he see lights going up the mountain again? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, and then and one of them, and then and then the guards go after him, right? Mm-hmm. And they come back down as nothing, or they didn't find anything. But then his cousin climbs out the window and comes over. Some some of the stuff I don't even know. My what My question was is, why does she have to climb out the window? <laughs> Can she just go out the door? Well, because lights out at ten, you know. Oh, okay. Don't want to break rules. <laughs> the counselor <laughs> sleeps right next to the door. There's no way you're getting out. They didn't. Did they sleep in the dorms with us? I thought they did. Yeah, well, I don't think they slept, though. Kind of like... They stayed awake all night. I think they slept during the day, because your teachers would take care of you during the day. Counselors at night. I really? think counselors would stay up. Oh, interesting. Maybe anyway. not. I slept walk, and uh, I was sleepwalking to the bathroom and got woken up by my counselor. Oh. Uh, and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, and I was embarrassed, so I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So there's... Is there six of them? I have no idea how many kids there are. Don't even know how many kids there are. But they're... Going on a hike with a big, large group, right? And then they they get, break off. They break off That's at one right. point. So Peter, his cousin, the nerd, and a bunch of other kids for some reason they never get named, never have any dialogue or anything. They just happen to be with them. So they break off when they're going to they they go to the Heart Lake, which is a real lake, mm-hmm. a real hike you do, and then they find this cave, which has. Because it's raining, right? They're right. trying to get out of the... And snowing. It snows. Snowing. Uh-oh. It's snow in the summer. Was it June. Was it June. snowing? Yeah. Yeah, because it's... No, it wasn't snowing at the beginning. Oh, it's And they go raining. into the cave to escape from the rain. When they come out of the cave, then there's snow. Everywhere. Yeah, there's snow. Rain okay. and the lightning. And he even brings up that you're supposed to lay on the ground. I'm right. like, why are we talking about... And then nothing Oh, yeah, like, that. don't go near... The, they tell you, don't go near the tall trees. Lay on the ground. And then it doesn't mention that again. So then they go in the cave and they find these boxes and they open them up and there's guns and ammo and all these bear furs, which they've decided is the whole reason why there's these people is to get the oh, bear furs. Yeah, because they did find like a piece of bear fur. Oh, like, yeah. Tiny. Oh, tiny was tiny holding had it. it. And yeah, so they figured right. that some bear, bear the bear skin trade were the, the bad guys shooting at them. Right. Trying to stop them. They hear all these voices and they're in speaking a different language, right? And they hide. Realize they're terrorists. But they hide underneath the bearskins. <laughs> yeah. So then they make it out, and then, then it snowed. And then, where does it go from there? They slide down the mountain. Slide down the mountain. Nerd ruins his shoes. And they go and talk to the manager. Oh, that's right. They talk to the manager. And he's like, In Well, on tomorrow, it. me and you, Peter. You and just me and you. Me and you. That's which right. Which is are going to go hike and find that cave. <laughs> That's right. And and the therapist do... was there when he was telling them this, too. And he's like, yeah, that that's, makes that's sense. A great Just idea. the two of you should go up there alone. Right. And then it goes to the next morning, and he starts going off on breakfast again. <laughs> but here's the one, here's my favorite part of the whole story. Me too. <laughs> Are we going to the same spot? Where he just goes off on this big chick. <laughs> Tracy. Tracy. That's what makes me think that he really was at the camp, and he didn't like this Tracy girl. And just brings her up. 
And it starts. It, it wasn't just like she's just fat. He's like she's got a serious weight problem. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's like a whole chapter right on Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it like talk about her roles? Yeah, her roles so, coming over. Oh my coming god! Over, yeah, and I've never seen her cancel. Not, can, cancel I, this guy. He's never, fat shaming. I've never seen her not chewing. <laughs> <laughs> she's always chewing. But th- so I don't even know what happens. Does he? They, sh- they bump in each other. Does he spill right? her his food on her? Like they bump in each other, right? And then his, his food yeah. is spilled all he over. He covers her from head to foot, is what he said. And, Anyways, and she like, and she falls down. She's still chewing. But she has <laughs> nothing to do with the story. <laughs> it's like just a... That's why I think he really did not like Tracy. <laughs> or maybe Tracy, bully. maybe Tracy was like his girlfriend at camp and she dumped him. Um, so he's just yeah. trying to get back at her, but... This fatty. <laughs> <laughs> From there, then the ma- we find out the manager's in on it. Well, not yet. But oh, no. That's the, like the cousin the says, Oh, spoiler. I, oh, sorry. The cousin says, you're not going to hike without me. Yeah, the cousin And then the does. counselor says... Or the manager says, like, you're a girl. You're a girl. Can you handle that or something like that? Like, sweetheart? <laughs> well, if you want to see her mad. <laughs> you're going to see her Darth Vader face. <laughs> Darth Vader. That's what he said. Darth Vader. <laughs> what? what? What's a Darth Vader face? Uh, he's, he's wearing a mask, and then he explains it's her retainer. So I guess yeah. it makes sense. Some so they, they, they take off, right, to go, the three of them, to go find this cave. cave which but they, they heard an avalanche. Which covered the cave. Right. From the, yeah, earlier there was an avalanche. But they, mm-hmm. so they couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, like, isn't a boulder or big rock yeah, comes that's flying right. down the oh, mountain yeah. and to, to kill them? The manager assumes that it kills them. Right? Yeah. He, like, leaves. Because they, yeah, he just jump, disappears. He disappears. They, they jump out of the way. They jump out of the way. And, and then he's gone. gone. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks, well, I think we're led to believe that he thinks they were killed. That's what I would think he was going for. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe the manager was like on the rock, running it down, running it down the hill. It could have made sense in this book. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of like, what? So then they head back to the camp. And (laughs) this is where it gets fun. (laughs) This is the part I remember as a kid reading this book. Is that they're looking in the camp and there's a bunch of terrorists with their guns, <laughs> like holding the whole camp up. But all the cabins are like lined up with a terrorist guarding each one, right? Yeah. And they're all gonna die. Then they say someone was had someone was some, up. was gagged with. Oh, yeah, the, someone, camp the camp director. The camp director was gagged. Yeah, not the manager because he's in on it. We're gonna find out. Yeah. But so then they remember a shed, right? Is that snowmobile? Right? Yeah. The snowmobiles. Yeah. So they go find conveniently Con- yeah. unlocked. Why would they? How would they know those snow? If you're not expecting snow in the summer, how would you know those snowmobiles were there? But so anyway, yeah, very convenient. They find these snowmobiles. Not only is it locked, and the luckily, key is an ignition. Luckily, his neighbors had a snowmobile and showed him. How to <laughs> <ride> them. <laughs> That's right. But they wouldn't. But they wouldn't let him get one because their neighbor, who had ears on his license plate. Said that it would ruin your your hearing. Oh, the doctor. That's right. <laughs> Ear doctor. That's right. They get the snowmobiles. They move them out far enough so they won't hear it, and then they start them. And they're riding, and he's just driving. But they're so loud that it's so the loud he can't hear his could, sister, or his cousin. cousin. But the terrors could hear it, right? And that's right. How they know they go after. But him. she's trying to get his attention, and he's like, "I'm just trying to drive the snowmobile." That's right. Where they they're going to get help to get help to they're going the, the rangers the rangers yep and she's trying to get his attention because there's three terrorists behind them on snowmobiles as well that's right so that's a good point Matt is that how do they know there's a snowmobile in the shed and how convenient is it that the terrorists also have three, three snowmobiles. other snowmobiles ready to go they kill one of the terrorists. Well, runs the into a tree. Runs into yeah, a tree. Runs into very a tree. Star Wars just like the movies yep. he says <laughs> just like the movies yeah that he does say that he does say that. 
and then doesn't and then their snowmobile runs out of gas. And I that part, that part got a little confusing to me, like yeah, when he's describing it. And I'm like, what? All of a sudden they're hiding and then, then they go past? Then they shoot at them. They're shooting at them again. Right. But oh, then, that's right. They so they're like, okay, we must have got them. But that could have been the bear with a gun. We don't know. Right. Shooting at him. And then he starts talking about like digging out this thing. I had to read that like three times to see what he was digging out with a spoon or something. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like a, a boulder? Like, yeah. And then he had like I had like, no some, idea what was going on. Some adrenaline rush like they do when they pick, when up, pick up a car. car and, or swim and a And then mile. he throws the boulder. I'm like, but what was the point of throwing the boulder to distract where they were hiding? Like, where didn't that... I think that's what, yeah, it, was. that's what yeah. it was. He was distracting them. And then... Like, like, wouldn't that also call attention to where you are? But anyways... They, they, they the won. They, they, the they find the ranger. No, they go down the road. They go down the road. Is there more than one ranger in the car? It made it sound like there might have been. I think two, there was two. Two rangers in the car. But this is what's funny, too. They're like, so we think we're going to go to the ranger station. But no, they drive straight to camp. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I was on. thinking, wait, are the rangers in on it, too? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like oh. but there's only three pages left, so that's going to have to Yeah. And so I'm like. They call the National Guard. Well, no, 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 no. They go to the camp and go, oh, crap. You were right. There were terrorists there. <laughs> and they turn around. And then they they shoot at them. They should have gotten the truck. They have to turn, oh, crap. And they turn around. And then there's no, like, what do you call it? There's. N- I guess you say climax yeah, at that point. It was just like, then we're in the radio station. We call the police. And everything's good. <laughs> so this is how Amen. I imagine it. Yeah, this is how I imagine it. I imagine a Disney movie where it's showing that. And all of a sudden, it's like them not there. And it, you realize that the whole time they were telling this story while not being there. And, like, the ending is, like, so then we were on national news. And my fam- my parents in London, London. were seeing me on the news. And then we went to London and we had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Like, it's again, like, oh, this is why I get to go to London. Oh, man. The ending but is then, so But the manager quick. comes out and he's, like, pleading for the kids' lives because he's, like, okay, I was in on it. Just don't kill him or whatever. And they're, like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Because he got... It was money, I think. Like, yeah. Well, the manager... He was making good money. No, so it turns out that it was they like didn't... an ex-army like, guy yeah, that used to right. go to the camp that was... Uh, His parents also smuggling... went to London that and was... left him there. And that's what he speculates. Yeah, smuggling guns and that it just didn't um, defrost in time yeah. the snow to go get him. And so they thought they'd be done before the camp. Yeah, and then they went and bribed the manager to get in on it. And mm-hmm. the manager was remorseful at the end, right? For right. what he did. Oh, good times. But yeah, just them like all of a sudden being on a plane to London. I'm like, oh boy. And he got to go first class too, right? Because yeah. he's a hero. That really was the book. We just told you the whole story. And like, it probably took us longer to tell you than it would take to read it. Because we had to go back and think of all the things that didn't make sense. Yes. Yeah, The to me the funniest Maybe part Maybe we should just read the last paragraph of the book. Go know. for it. That's how Catherine and I happened to be flying on a jet toward England, sitting in first class at the airline's insistence, eating our special kids' meals and only half-watching the action movie on the screen in front of us. It would take a really good story to compare with our experience in Iwinas. We were finally going to see the Tower of London, where we'd hum with her head tucked underneath her arm. We would go to the Buckingham Palace and see the Queen's guards wearing their tall, black, bearskin hats, and we would always remember the handful of black fur in Tiny's hand at the murder at Mill Hollow. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to read because I remembered all those things about Mill Hollow. Yeah. But again, after reading that in elementary school, I was like, I can't believe this was in my elementary school library. Um, That's how scandalous it was. 
Yeah, it was crazy. Scare kids to go to Mill Hollow. Yeah. So, um, but it was fun. I mean, it was bad, but it was fun. It just really makes me want to do a spinoff podcast where we just watch and read, like watch read, bad movies, read, read bad books, just put Nate through through pain, misery, over and over again. <laughs> I guess it was worth it for the laugh. It's bad, but again, you mentioned it took you forty five minutes to read. It's not like a waste of your time. And you can put it in your how, list of books you read. How do you value your time, Matt? <laughs> it was a whole pickleball match. It was worth it. Like three. <laughs> we had a great laugh about it. It was worth it. it. I had no idea that you guys had been there, so that makes more sense why we did it now. Because I was like, why are we doing this? Like, I even told my wife before I left, like, I don't know why we're reading this book or where it came up, but now it, makes it sense. all came full circle. We're supposed to go to the Uendas this week with the youth. The cool thing is you could send your kids now because it's not limited to the Granite District. Anybody can sign their kids up to go to Mill Hollow. Yeah. Did you say it's certain age groups or do you think it's like any it, age group? It's now? certain age groups. The pictures online, it made them seem like teenagers though. So you said you rode buses up there. So would you, your parents drop you off at school? Yeah, you'd meet at like 7.30 at your elementary school and the bus would take you okay. up there. Okay, so it's not like your parents dropped you off. You had... My mom... Um, I think my mom's goal for her kids were to always be the coolest kids. I'm not saying I was the coolest. I think that was my mom's goal. So every year she would pack me Child's Play, the candy, not the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the candy. It's full know. of Tootsie Rolls and Dots. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would pack that and I would be the cool kid with the candy. Maybe not the cool kid, but I had the candy. So people would come to me for candy. So yeah, you'd get on the bus and then... Right up there. So what it says on the website is this is, I think, new. So you, Matt was telling me this earlier, but you can rent out, if you want to take your family to Mill Hollow in the off season, you can rent it out. It's got the, it's got different sessions throughout this year. So it says June 19th through the 24th, a full week is Jurassic Park themed. Whoa. And then you got the next week, there's a week off and then it's Bugs Life themed, Star Wars themed, something fishy. Captain Planet, Flower Power, and then Mill Hall Mania. So different camps throughout the year. Kind of a Camp Tracy seems like to What's me. The, oh, with Bugs these Life. Themes. Would it be a circus for Bugs Life theme? I don't know. That's. But the other thing is the age range is 7 to 17. So your kids could go. You do have to be 7, and it's got different costs if you want to send them for your 5 days. Wow. It's $600 a camper. 3 days, it's $300 a camper. For me and Matt, we were both in Granite School District, so we had the opportunity to go. You were in Jordan, and you didn't. This American Life, a recent episode was all about camp oh, and camp yeah. kids. And I wouldn't put myself into that category. I don't feel like that with Mill Hollow, but, I mean, camp is really a... You wouldn't cry if you were made a leader? Well, maybe I would. And it's cool that it's now open to everybody. That's kind of my point. I ran about that. So, send your kids... They can have that fun experience. Hopefully, you don't have to deal with terrorists like Peter had to deal with. Have a good time. So, if you need a week away from your kids, send them to camp. Thanks for reading, you guys. It was a good book. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for bringing it. It was a us. good book. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week where we review a terrible album that I'm going to force Nate to listen to. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place Podcast. See you next week.